Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. This is episode 119, if you're counting, or if you need to know which episode this is of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. And as always, as you listen, get the word out on social medias like Facebook and Twitter and text and all those things. Anything you can do to get the na- the name and the word out is helpful. Wouldn't you agree, Pastor? I, I agree, Trey. I'm having some issues right now. <laughs> okay. I'm having this, this, this big, this big kind of... Deja vu thing going on. I knew on. that's where you were going. I knew it was going to be the. De- are we? Are we in the did, uh, matrix? Maybe. Didn't I just do this? Yeah, maybe we're in the matrix. <laughs> maybe though. we're in the matrix. I have no idea. <laughs> if you're listening to what episode are we? One nineteen. Yeah. If you're listening to one nineteen, you might actually be listening to episode one nineteen for the second time. Mm, yeah. This might be one nineteen point B for you, or something like that. Or anyway, yeah. part two or something. Sure. Because we posted this episode yesterday Mm -hmm. which if you're listening in podcast land who knows when that was for you but for us it was yesterday that we posted this episode we have deleted that one though right that one's gone it it is no more so you cannot find that episode because our sound engineer was gone yesterday so we did this all by ourselves and i thought it a pretty daggum good job i thought by myself wonderful but i when I put it into my computer and converted the file over to another program to convert it to another file that has to go online, all that kind of stuff, I did it wrong. And so if you listened <laughs> to the episode and you got all the way through part A, wait, 119.A, if you got all the way through that, God bless you. They ought to be able to have real good time, though, timing, like it, if they yeah. do music, because that metronome was <laughs> Because kicking. there was a metronome, yeah. a metronome that constantly ticked throughout the podcast. Kelly was trying to put it together, my wife, you know, with the opening song, and she was saying, but it doesn't quite match, and anyway, so. Yeah. So there you go. So we did not want to have in the archives a bad episode that you'd have to hear a steady beat the whole time, <laughs> so we just deleted it. Now, here we are doing the same exact, well, I say the same exact episode. It will never be the same exact episode. Who knows what we're going to say today? We're going to use the same topic and the same same truths we talked about yesterday, the same ways we talked about yesterday, but... um, but it's the good, new, the good news is it, it's going to be the same principles and we're same going to be able to biblical That's principles and yeah. we're still going to help them make a difference in their every, yeah. everyday life. That's so. a bummer. I mean, I got to sit and do this with you again. This, no, yeah, no. I know. One, one uh, 30 minute stint is enough. I'm That's sure. enough, man. That's oh. enough. Well, now, uh, I remember what the jokes were yesterday. <laughs> Did we have jokes? Yeah, we said something funny. I don't know. We don't usually know. do. Yeah. Well. This, this in and of itself was funny. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad you find it humorous. You probably don't, but it anyway. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. New, normally, we do this on Tuesday. It's Wednesday, so it's just a whole different feel right now. Yeah, Wednesday's a busy day for us, yeah. and so we're trying to squeeze this in just because we love the listeners. We do. We have because a, we want we them have to have a, a clean, non-metronome podcast to listen to. Amen. Well, we are going to talk today, I think, about uh, connections, relationships, and how we work all that together with our church, and how do you get relationally connected to your church, and all those things. And, yeah. and uh, that's going to be a, a great topic. I think it's sort of a, 
uh, review on some things we've done in the yeah, past. I think but over this the past, is more. Yeah, we, we've hit these is, things in the right. past at some point or the other in various episodes, but just kind of tying it all together. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is just because, you know, uh, we, we all need relationships. We all mm. want relationships. Of I mean, that's part of the reason why you come to a church is because you want some friends. I mean, you would think that would at be least it. I think that's part of the reason why you come well, to no, church. No, I really do think that would be it. Yeah. I mean, maybe you've got some other reasons, but. I like friends. I like having friends. I know a church is a great place to find some friends. Mm -hmm. And so you want to be relationally connected and just kind of thinking about, okay, here we are at Northwood. If you're a part of our faith family, you might be listening for somewhere else and that's okay. Um, we're glad you're listening wherever you are. Uh, but if you're listening, you're part of the Northwood family, you know that we've, we've had a lot of growth in the last year, mm -hmm. a lot of good growth. And, and so if you come on a Sunday morning, I mean, at the, the sanctuary, especially in the 11 o'clock service, not so much the 930 service because that's a, that one we still have a lot of room to grow in. But the 11 o'clock service, pretty mm. full. Yeah. There's been some Sundays, Trey. So. I mean, we've had to... Yeah, I've had we're, to find we're, seats. We're fighting and to find seats for people. Move people over yeah, and all yeah, those which things. Which is a good problem to have. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, we enjoy it. It's fun. It's uh, exciting to see the... Uh, the crowd and the momentum and all mm. those kinds of things. But but with that comes just this reality that um, it's not possible for any one of us in this church at this point to know everybody in the church. Mm -hmm. That's true. Matt, now you tell you what, Trey, um, that's hard for me. Is that hard for you? Uh, to not know everyone? Yeah. I, I How do I say that? It makes me uncomfortable when somebody says, yes, we've met, and I cannot put right? it together. You know, I go, I said, have we met? It happened Sunday. And I said, yeah. we, have we met? And they said, oh, yeah. And I'm going, whoa, they were confident that they, we had met. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you figure on average, on, on average, Trey, in, in our church, we somewhere between six and six and 700 people that mm -hmm. are on our campus every Sunday morning. But that doesn't account for everyone that but comes. But that doesn't account for everyone that comes, yeah. right? So, so to get to that place, we have six to 700 that are coming every week. That probably means there's more like a thousand to eleven hundred exactly. that actually call Northwood home. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's, a, that's a lot of people. And and so you think about for me, like I can be out at Walmart or somewhere and say someone <laughs> says, "Hey, Pastor Tommy," I'm like, "Who are you?" I've never, and I, and I hate that, yeah, right? Because I do too. because you and me, we're kind of a lot alike. We we've always been at, at churches that are. Um, a little bit, a bit smaller. I mean, 250 or 250 so, yeah. or so. So in a church of 250, I know everybody, mm -hmm. you know, I knew everybody and um, their moms and their dads their moms and, and dads. their aunts yeah, and uncles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just the way it was. But now we're just kind of point where that's not possible. So for, as a pastor, that's really, I mean, for me, honestly, it's difficult because mm -hmm. I want to know everybody, want everybody and uh, be involved in their lives and all those kind of things. And it's just where we are. It's just not, um, quite as easy to do that as it has been in past places. But I say that because if you're listening it's also possible for you to come and maybe sneak in a little late in the service, mm -hmm. right? Maybe five I, or ten minutes. service. I see these people do it every single week. <laughs> every single week. There's a lot of people that come yeah. in late. Yeah, yeah. But we're glad you're here. We are. Yeah, we're thrilled. We're thrilled you're here. I mean, if you want to get in a little bit earlier, that'd be nice and helpful, but we're glad you're here. Yeah, that's that's fun. So people come. <laughs> sometimes people come in late. So it's possible for you to come in late, right? Mm. And then while that invitation song is being sung, to sneak on out. Mm-hmm. And nobody know you're here. Mm -hmm. Just kind of sneak in, sneak out. In a church our size, it, it is it is easy to be, or becoming easier anyway, to be mm -hmm. anonymous, mm -hmm. right? Now we try to have our guest services. They're they're like they're like hound dogs, aren't they? They are. Trey? They really are. They're looking for people they've never seen before, and they're, they're but but you might get past our guest service team. You but never know. Do you, you do know who our our guest services emulates. Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. That man is on the hunt. He's, he's a hound dog. He's he looking for every college people. person, yeah, every young professional. It. He's looking for all those those college age so, kids. He wants them all in the college ministry. So yeah, he's a hound dog. But even so, we talk to everyone that comes in we that try. we possibly can. We try. 
and they still just walk on by. Yeah. Even when they say, I'm out there till about 20 after on right. purpose right. because I know people come in late. Right. And they still just whoosh, walk yeah. by, you know. Yeah. So, so if that's you, I mean, hey, it is what it is. We, yeah. don't, we don't want that to be you, though, be you, though, because that's not the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Church is not a place to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. It's a place to be known. Amen. It's a place to, to build lifelong relationships. Trey, I've been involved in the church all of my life. I mean, I think about the friendships I have. Mm-hmm. All of my significant friendships are centered around my life in the church. That's right. They are. There is no doubt. My best friends are pastors. I mean, my best friends are church members. My best mm-hmm. fr- my, my best friends in life are people that I'm associated with through the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And I think about some churches I've served in the past. I mean, I, I'm still good friends, relationally of connected yes, of with people I haven't even really seen in, in years. Because mm-hmm. that's what happens when you build these relationships within the body. They last. These mm-hmm. friendships last. And so we want that for you. Because, one, we do want you to have friends. We want you to be connected. Right. Our church is getting larger. So it is kind of more of challenging mm-hmm. to get connected in some ways. But but we, we're doing everything we can as a church to for that not to be the case so that you can continue to get connected. We want you to get connected because we want you to have friends, but we want you to grow spiritually. Yes, we do. And we believe, don't we, Trey? We believe that your best spiritual growth always happens in community. We beat that like a dead horse. I mean, we want people to You shouldn't be a dead horse, but you know. (laughs) But but if we were to be a a dead horse, I know. How'd that joke come about? I don't know. You're old enough to know. Well, Well, my granddad, you know, you, if the horse is doing stupid things and he's already dead, that you, you can beat him up and it's not going to help. Yeah. But anyway, uh, beating a dead horse. Yeah, but the, but the point is, is that we we really we, we not only say it, we believe it. Yeah, we you really know, do. we really believe that, and we've seen it happen over and over and over again, and we've actually seen the opposite happen yeah. as well, where people come, they come on Sunday morning, they try a connection group maybe here and there, and really never get connected, yeah. and. Yeah. Within a year or two, yeah. So you don't see him. Part of my PhD work when I was doing PhD years ago is I had, um, my my PhD minor was in the area of of church growth. Mm-hmm. Right, so I read all these books and did all these studies and research and and just how how people assimilate, how people get connected into the the faith family, and so so study after study after study study that I looked at showed that if you do not get involved in some type of small group ministry in a church, for mm-hmm. example, yeah. chances are in a couple of years, you won't be a part of that church anymore. Something else if, if will you come don't, along yeah, if you don't or have, whatever. Yeah. If there's no connection, Your friend will switch churches, right. you will. Who knows If why. there's no relational connection mm-hmm. grounding you in that church, you're, you're likely not going to stick around long. There's no reason to, mm-hmm. really. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're not rooted in the life of that church. But if you are, if you're involved in a small group, a life connection group here at Northwood or whatever the case may be, uh, then chances are you're going to be around for a very long time because you're relationally invested, right? When when you have that group of friends, you, you're just not going to say goodbye to them. And we take another step beyond uh, the, the the life connection groups in that we actually have discipleship groups. We have in, two types of small groups, in right. addition, right? Which are really more community groups, but they are you know man or a male or female, yeah, yes. um, gender specific, very intentional in what mm-hmm. we're trying to accomplish in those groups. But yeah, right. those really build some deep deep relationships deep because yeah. you, the, the, the level of accountability in those groups is just you know phenomenal. So yeah, but those groups are really designed to help you stay connected. Mm-hmm. And so so again, we 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 need to get get on with this, Trey. Sure. We've, we've been jabbering a lot. We got some, okay, some well, ways to stay connected. Sure, let's talk about six ways that we can stay connected. The first is this: you have to make a commitment to your church. You have to make a commitment to your church, mm-hmm. right? So what I mean by that is is that you've got to sell them in your mind and in your heart. This is the church where I am going to lay down my roots mm-hmm. and I'm going to stick around through the good and the bad. I'm going to be here. Exactly. Right. 
Now, uh, there are sometimes good reasons to, to leave a local church. Well, give, give us some instances. Yeah, like, so what, a good reason to think? leave a local church is if that church changes doctrinally, mm-hmm. right? So, so for example, you're in, a, you're in a church, and every Sunday the pastor preaches uh, the death and resurrection of Jesus. And then mm-hmm. one Sunday he says, you know what? Nah, maybe that resurrection thing really didn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's a doctrinal thing that, like, yeah, you, you're, you're loony, dude. I'm out of here, yeah. right? And so, so, you know, things like that. Um, that th- those might those reasons might cause you to say, okay, we're just not lining up. They, they've changed their stance in the scripture, mm-hmm. or they've moved this way, or whatever the case may be. And so, so that, that doctrinal change is going to cause me to maybe go to another church, right? Or you know, you move away. Oh yeah, of you course, know, if you yeah. move away, then obviously it's it's. Um, it's time for you to find another church. I mean, so there sure. there are legitimate reasons. And sometimes, I mean, I think this is probably more rare, but sometimes people just really feel like, you know, I've done what God's want me to do mm-hmm. here, and I feel like that that God's just moving me on somewhere else. That, that happens sometimes, too. I think that's rare, but it does happen. You know, in our situation, we're, we're actually hoping that we will be able to, you know, begin churches, yeah. start churches or replant We've other done things. that in our history and looking to do more of that so, in our future. So Absolutely. that's also, I think, a good reason. Somebody might yeah, 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 yeah. go to yeah. another so church said, to help hey, them support. Right. So we're saying Northwood Baptist, we're going to start a new church or we're going to begin to help this existing mm-hmm. church to thrive again. Hey, we need, you know, 10 families say we're going to go, sure. we're going to go to that church plant or that church replant. Yeah. We're going to help them out. And that's yeah. a good reason to leave your church. I mean, yeah. you're not really leaving. You're just, you're multiplying your yeah, of course. efforts somewhere else. But, but so there are some, some legitimate reasons to step away from the local church you are now in. But for the, for the most part, by and large, you and your family need to make a commitment yes. to stay in that local church. We're grounding ourselves mm-hmm. uh, n- in this local church. We're, we're, we're staying put. Yeah. I, make I that agree. commitment. Make yeah, that commitment. Commitment. Uh, number two, second way, uh, you have to go with the yeah, flow. Yeah, so we're talking about staying relationally committed, right? Mm-hmm. So relationally, building those relationships. So so you got to commit to that church so you can be around long enough to um, make those relationships, mm-hmm. right? And you also have to understand that if you're making a commitment to that local church, to be in that local church for years to come, um, that church you joined five years ago it might not be the same today. It probably won't be, actually. And five years from now, it probably won't be the same either. Mm-hmm. And that's just about every church. That's every church, yeah. right? Every church, well, and, if, and if, if your church is not changing in some ways, it's probably a dying church. And even in that that situation, it's also... It's know, changing because it's losing members because they're changing. dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, right? You and I, we can ride up and down the streets of North Charleston and Goose Creek and Somerville, and we can see church mm-hmm. after church that that's over the years... Just has, has said, you know, we're going to keep doing things the same way. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, they're, they're now in a uh, condition where in the next five or 10 years, they, they might not be a church anymore, mm-hmm. right? So, so all I'm saying is, is just expect that. Mm-hmm. Commit to that church and then expect that church over the years to go through some changes. Some of those changes you'll think, man, that's great. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm glad we did that. Some of those changes you'll probably yeah. say, that was the stupidest thing ever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's just part of it. I mean, so, so you know, you, you just... You go with the flow, recognizing that this is the church that God has called me to. I'm staying here in the ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be some things that the leadership does. That I think, man, that's great. There's going to be some things that leadership does. and think, man, that's not so great. But I'm trusting the Lord is, is giving the leadership vision, and, and and they're following the Lord's leadership, and so I'm, I'm just going to go with Amen. it, right? And so, yeah. and I, that's what I appreciate about, appreciate about Northwood is Northwood has been that kind of church. Yeah, it has been. Man, this church has gone through a lot of changes over the years. Oh, my heavens. My goodness. Our, the last pastor before you, I mean, he was Sonny a— Sonny was a change yeah, agent. Exactly. And, and really led this church with some, some good seasons of change. I, I think in some ways, I mean, I might not be— 
as aggressive as Sonny and some of the change agents he did over the years. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I think I'm somewhat of a change agent. I like to see things yeah, progressing and all yeah. those kind of things. And um, and so, yeah, I, I, and, and this church has responded well to that. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason why this church over the years has been so successful in this community is because we've been willing to adapt. What does not change is the gospel. Yeah, amen. What does not change is the truth of God's that's word. Right. What does not change are our doctrinal convictions. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we do have to adapt our methodologies to reach a culture that mm-hmm. is changing rapidly. And we have seen that rapid change in these last two years. For Absolutely. Sure. For so sure. if you're going to be relationally connected, you got to commit to that church. You got to be willing to go with the ebb and the flows, right? That mm-hmm. there's going to be changes coming. It's not going to be the same church you, you started at. It's going to change in some ways over the years. And what else do you have to do? Number th- third way is that you have to get involved beyond Sunday morning worship. Yeah, this is what we're talking about, you, especially a church our size where you can come in and sit in the back row and then leave and nobody mm-hmm. know you were there. That That's not what we want for you. We want you to get involved beyond Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Now, now, here's reality, Trey, and I... And I, and I, and I I kind of hesitate to talk about this, but it's just a truth, right? Sure, My wife go. and I talk about this sometimes, you know. Um, uh, there, 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 there are quite a few people that the only time I see them mm. is in that Sunday morning worship service. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I mean, some people just because of their work schedule or the case may be, uh, that, that all they can carve out is that, that Sunday morning time, right? That's just right. reality. Exactly. Um, but if I see you more during the week, then I'm more likely to know you. Yeah. And have a relationship with you. If I see you on Sunday evenings when we do our preaching lab, or sure. I see you on Wednesday nights, or I see you at some of our events that we do, whether it's a, in one of our community events or whatever the case may be, the more I see you, mm-hmm. the more I know you. Exactly. I mean, that's just how life works, right? And so, so I'm saying to that person who's coming and you only come to that worship service, the more you're seen in the life of the church, the more opportunity you're going to have to build those relationships. That's why you think about a small group, a life connection group in yeah, Northwood is just so vitally important because you're you're getting with people mm-hmm. and and you're starting that process of having those conversations and just diving into each other's lives. It's so critically important. And so so that's taking a step of faith. You got to take a step of faith and say, okay, I've been coming out of church for. You know, six months, and I've I've been sitting in the worship service. It's been great. I've been getting a lot out of it, or whatever the case may be. I'm mm-hmm. going to take that next step, and yeah. I'm going to get involved beyond Sunday morning. I'm going to get involved in Life Connection Group or that next community event that comes up. I'm volunteer to serve in. Of course, um, that mission trip. Now maybe I'm going to go do that. I'm, I'm going to get involved beyond Sunday morning, and 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 part of the result of that will be as I get involved beyond Sunday morning, I'm going to build some mm-hmm. relationships. Exactly. You know, it's always been, and I've preach this all, all my pastoral life, and that is developing relationships often happens in the extra. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we think, oh, I can't do the Sunday night thing, or I can't do the Wednesday night thing, or whatever it is. Yeah. I can't go on a mission trip. I can't serve yeah. on the, whatever it is. And yet that's when you develop relationships absolutely. because you're walking, absolutely. you're now walking side by side, right. partnering together to accomplish the plan and the purpose of God. Right, right. And it just has a way of bringing you in a relationship right. with someone. The reality is, is Sunday morning worship mm-hmm. is not con- the worship service, the yes. 930 service or the 11 o'clock service, whichever one you attend. Mm-hmm. Those worship services are not conducive for relationship building. We do not even build them that way. We no. don't say, okay, everybody's fellowship time spend no. about 10 minutes. No, no, you know? because... We're sitting in rows. You come yeah. and you're looking at the back of somebody's head, right? And <laughs> yeah, then you're exactly. listening. And, and the only time you really have to talk to somebody is before you come in in the lobby or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the Sunday morning worship service, uh, it, is, it is not conducive for relationship building. Mm-hmm. It is rows. But Life Connection Group is a circle. Exactly. 
you're sitting around in a circle and you're sharing and talking. Eyeball to eyeball. Eyeball to eyeball, yeah. heart to heart, all yeah. those kind of things. You know, same idea with a community project or a mission trip. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're doing things together. Amen. You know, and so that's not to, uh, you know, diminish the significance of Sunday morning worship. It is vitally significant. Of course it is. But just know, right, that the goal there isn't for you to walk out of a Sunday morning uh, worship experience with a new best friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully you walk out with your best friend, Jesus. Right? Amen to that. Because what we're trying to do on Sunday morning is help you to encounter. In that worship service, our goal is to help you to encounter God, mm-hmm. right? We want you to experience community and a life connection group. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And so it's, that takes you getting involved beyond Sunday morning worship. And that means if that's going to happen, that's where uh, the fourth way uh, comes in, and that is you have to pursue relationships. Yeah, you, you've got a part of play in this. Mm-hmm. You have to be... a I mean, for lack of better terms, you've got to be aggressive mm-hmm. in the way that you uh, get involved. In Hi, I'm church. Trey. Hey, yeah, introduce yourself to somebody, <laughs> you know, right? It's not that come hard. To that, come to that tent on Sunday morning yeah. and, and look for Trey or whoever's at the tent and say, hey, I'm ready to get involved in Life Connecting Group. And, we'll and just it. go, get aggressive. Because because reality is, and I've been in church long enough to, to, to have met a lot of people like this, that you'll you'll have people who will come and, you know, come for a few months and uh, then they'll leave or whatever the case may be. And maybe I'll have a conversation. Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Where you been? Well, I'm going to so-and-so's church now. And I said, well, why'd you leave our church? Well, I came for several months and you know what? I mean, nobody ever really talked to me mm. to which I always ask, well, who did you talk to? Mm-hmm. Right. Did you take some initiative? And I don't think a church like our church, it is hard to come here and not get talked to. Right. Ooh, uh, yes. Our, our, Very our hard. church does a great job of welcoming people and talking to people, but, but it does happen. Of course it does. But, but on the flip side, I mean, the question is, you know, uh, what initiative have you taken? Have you taken some initiative uh, to be in relationship with other people? I mean, you, you, you see, we, we expect relationships to come to us. Like I walk in the door, I'm here, right? <laughs> Everybody come and introduce yourselves to me, right? And I finally and, arrived. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to be your best friend, all that kind of stuff. And that's just not the way it works. Yeah, it, no. it takes work on your part as well as it takes work on our part. And so yes. you just got to take some initiative and, and get off that, that you know, back pew on the same mornings or wherever, the, wherever you're sitting, get into a life connection group and, and, and take a step of faith. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you that every person, I mean, I, I say that's, that's a pretty um, bold we'll go, statement. I'll but, take it. Go but ahead. most people who yeah. get involved in a life connection group, they really do build some relationships. Mm-hmm. They really do make some friends and they really do stick around in the life of our church. It was a game changer for Kelly yeah, and I. Right. You know, we first came here, we were doing the worship thing and we met a few people in the worship service, but it still wasn't fellowship. You challenged us to get into a life connection group. And I'm telling you, the first Sunday, I had friends. Yeah. Immediately. Now, I'm a friendly person. I yeah, talk to are, people. You are. Uh, kind of grumpy, too, but you're mostly friendly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> right. You know, I have toothaches and stuff. I'm but, kidding. You ain't a um, but, but seriously, you know, the, the importance of what the Proverbs tell us, which is if a man wants to have friends, he must show himself friendly. Yeah. That is taking initiative. Absolutely. That's what we do. Absolutely. Oh, so, so you have to pursue relationships as well. Number five, you have to be in a small group that you love and that's, that's the key word deal. yeah yeah so so um i th- i think there's some hesitancy sometimes for people to get involved in small groups in church because they think if i go to that small group and i don't like it i'm stuck yeah i'm stuck for the rest of my life and i'm, I'm here. sitting here and I'm, i don't you know and, and that's just not the case of course not you know the way we set up here at northwood is we we tell people try them all out mm-hmm I'm out multiple times and you find a place where you fit because mm-hmm. because reality is as you might uh, walk into a group of people and, and they're just not in the same stage of life that you are that happens um, yeah. or you know just you might find a group and they have some common interests with you that this other group did not mm-hmm. have or whatever the case may be and that and that's not being clickish 
I think sometimes churches get a bad reputation of being cliquish. Right? Yeah, I've heard that many um, times. But the reality is, in in a church our size, mm-hmm. I mean, again, I can't be friends with everybody. I can only, I mean, you know, as much speaking, as we would as like, as much to. as I'd like to, I, it's just it not has, humanly yeah. possible. Yeah. And so, because I associate, you know, maybe with this group of fifteen or twenty people more than I associate with this person over here, doesn't mean I'm being cliquish against that person, mm. right? It's just. It's just, you know, in a church this size, I mean, we can only, the, the relational capacity is only so large, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I would not say, now I'm sure there are some churches that may be clickish. I have no idea. I don't think that's the case at Northwood. I think, you know, again, a church our size, you're just trying to find a group where you fit yeah. best so that you can build those relationships that are going to spur you on in your walk with Jesus. I think a click, when I define clickishness, it's when you have a group and nobody else right, is allowed right, in. Right, right, right. I'm telling you, you come to one of our Life Connection groups, you're welcome. Yeah. And they love you. And they, if you want to stay, they want yeah, you they to stay. Yeah, they go aboard and welcome Yeah, it's, it's not, it is not this thing, well, you are not one of us, so you sit over there. I mean, yeah. they'll come. They say, sit beside me. I've been in there when they've done all this. Yeah, but just to and, hear the testimonies yeah. of people who, who say things like, man, I love my small group. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine, you know, doing life without these people. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of things we want when to When I hear. was hurting, yeah. they were with me. They gave me, you know, we've been going through a lot with COVID and just to see our small groups come around Absolutely. people in the struggles Absolutely. has been just, uh, it's been heart, it's just been heartrending to Absolutely. see the love and the care that's yeah. taking place. Yeah. All right. So number six, and we'll finish up with this one. You have to keep the mission central. Yeah. So, so we've been talking about being relationally connected mm-hmm. getting involved in the lives of people. Um, the mission of the church is not uh, to build friendships no it's not this is a good thing to do we want you to build friendships but that's not the mission of the church the mission of the church is to make disciples that's right to go into all the world great commission matthew 28 to go all the world and make disciples mm-hmm. teaching them and baptizing them in the, name of the father the son the holy spirit until christ returns that that's the mission of the church but here's what happens when you and i get relationally connected mm-hmm. right we 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 go out and we do the mission of God. That's exactly right. Together. That's right. Right. And so being relationally connected helps us as we seek to accomplish the mission, as we go out together in the name of Christ for the glory of Christ. So, so all that to say, we're talking about being relationally connected, but just recognize that when you come to a church and you're trying to make some friends and trying to get involved, that ultimately it's not about you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being relationally connected means you're going to have to get over some of your preferences. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that you think are really important that probably are actually petty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get over those things and think, okay, I've got to think about the mission, right? I'm in this church for a mission. And as I pursue the mission, God is going to put me around people who are going to invest in me. I want to invest in them. And then we're going to go invest in others likewise. And so, so just keeping in mind, yes, I want you to be relationally connected. I want you to have friends, friends that spur you on in Christ and help you grow. But I want you to keep the mission central. And the impact of that is incredible. Uh, we've yeah. seen people recently come in, as we've talked about, um, pretty much hundreds have come in, in the last few uh, last year or so. And what's amazing is when someone gets involved in the mission, whether it's whatever ministry it is, but they're getting involved, they get this friendship that's going on. And I'm talking deep friendships yeah. because 
they have a focus on what Jesus wants us to be doing. Yeah. And we do that together. There is no better way to develop a friendship or relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. It might be a byproduct, but it is a, it is, it is certainly a powerful byproduct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, pastor, this has been good. I think it's a great reminder. I hope and, it's been uh, good. This is the second time. I was perfect. We practiced. <laughs> we had practiced the first time, I guess. So yeah, if you listen to part one and part two, God bless they, you. They are awesome people. And Absolutely. there probably are some people that did that. So pro- God bless I, if you, you. If you listen to the click, let us know. We want to know if you got away through the click. I'd be curious. <laughs> and I want to know if your music, your music tempo has gotten better. That's what right, I want to know. Right. Oh, anyway, well, pastor, as we close, just uh, get us ready for next week and uh, as we consider what God is going to do. Absolutely. I hope today has been helpful for you. I hope you've been encouraged to get involved, to get connected in the life of your church. And I hope that um, as you've listened to this podcast today, it has encouraged you also to hit that subscribe button. So you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star review that helps get the word out about our podcast. And as always, we hope that today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.